it was more about stage and, re- and less about age. And so, because oh, yeah. so, so, there's 22 year olds, 25 year olds, 52 year olds, it all might be at sort of different levels of financial maturity and they want to care more about their future. They have a more of a planning, getting organized mentality. And so we're trying to tap into, into, into those people that, that actually want to lean into their finances a bit more, care more about it. How do you find the courage to try? Can you distill the clarity to start? What drives real commitment to keep going? Let's deconstruct complexity and make it simple. Let's learn how to take action and make progress. I'm Pete Seligman, and this is The Next Step. Hi, everyone. Pete Seligman here with The Next Step podcast. Now, I'm here with Wes Hall from Tomorrow Super, and we're going to be talking about his journey in starting up this great business. Where I want to start is... There's been a few pretty big milestones in the last couple of months that you've managed to get signing yeah. on, you know, good distribution, you know, getting the platform up and running and those kind of milestones. When you hit one of those and, you know, suddenly you secure that big contract or you get that big deal, how does it feel in that moment then reflecting on like that first, what was it? beer in a pub or something yeah, like that where tequila maybe right, right there you go right. yeah where you sort of go oh, I'd be greater down yeah, I'll just go yeah. and start my own superannuation business yeah. right and then finally you get to a point where far out this thing's working yeah, yeah, yeah like how does that feel yeah it's um it's been the best part of three and a half years from that sort of like germination of an idea to kind of where we're at now yeah it's it feels pretty surreal almost like yeah. it's um I don't think I ever doubted that I'd get there but there's been moments that have been pretty trying and so it's only really been in the last kind of couple of weeks that I know that we'll get there, and yeah. so um, and so that's been interesting. Um, and there's been you, know, you touch on you know a couple of them, a couple of big contracts, and mm. you know, I've um, been through a kind of capital raise process, and mm. there's a few cool things we're doing within the team, and and they've all sort of come together, and it kind of feels like oh, yeah, they, they all came quickly, right? Mm, like they and, did. And so that there, some of those things took two years in the making to, to get, get there. there, right? And um, and you know, most, you know, sort of we had a milestone that we kind of reached last Friday and and I just kind of wanted to celebrate, but then I was like, oh, how are we going to acquire all these customers that we yeah. need, right? And yeah. it just, it was, I was actually kind of chasing myself because it was, well, I should be celebrating that, yeah. but I was just like, well, oh, now, now it's on to the, on next, to the next thing, right? Yeah. And so I was, I was thankful I've got some supportive people in and around me, either within the business or sort of advisors or, or mm. kind of, you know, uh, family members that are actually able to identify that mm. it's a pretty big milestone. Yeah, and, yeah. And take it from me, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, and so, yeah, that's probably, it gives good energy to the, like, the team really like, like that sort of sense of renewal that you mm. get with a, with a significant milestone like that. Well, so, particularly in, I'll get you to explain a bit about quite often the startups that are around today, you know, like an app for booking a restaurant or a, someone wants to have a new fashion brand or something like that. Something that's a bit different about yours is it's actually got a certain serious angle to it, right? Yeah. And so not only have you managed to build all of the funky stuff around the business that you're developing, you've actually had to get some pretty serious kind of licenses approved and yeah. you know stuck up against some pretty old and incumbent um, kind of operators mm. in that space. So that as well is a is a massive success story really and a lot of the things that I, I talk about when we're talking about kind of progress is this kind of curve that you end up on where you spend and you're saying kind of three three and a half years yeah. that your investment of time and energy and money is pretty consistent right yeah but actually the outcomes take a while to, 
to come through. But then when they do, like you're saying, suddenly they come in relatively quick succession because things start to layer on top mm. of each other. Like because you got that license, then you get that contract, then you get that customer, then all these things start to snowball. So do you want to tell us a bit about about the business? Mm. Um, maybe start less with where it is today and a bit about like what was the foundation of why you really thought this would be a good idea and mm. what was the gap and, and why did you want to fill that? Yeah, I started really, I guess, a bit of dissatisfaction why, now two things, so why people didn't connect better with their finances and also why why wasn't there any real genuine innovation mm. and I felt like there was a big disconnect and so myself and some of the other members of the team had sort of come from sort of that big finance financial services kind of background and I, like, we, we all could feel it, right? Like you kind of get constrained by the machine and the lack of genuine innovation and kind of want to do doing something different. And I deliberately use those words rather than risk because everyone mm-hmm. kind of is, is, is risk, but this is kind of more about just kind of having a go and, and kind of and knowing that you're not going to quite get it right to, the first time. And so it's really hard for big corporates to, again, on a path, that was the original idea. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't iterate mm-hmm. away from that. And so, so for us, it started off with, yeah, how do we engage millennials better in their in their finances? And we sort of we, we sort of moved away a little bit from that as we kind of learned more, is because um, not all millennials are the same, and I think generally they get a bad rap. But 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 um, yeah, in our space in superannuation, and you know that's a big part of the financial services system in this mm. country. So it's where we Massive. naturally kind of start like actually almost like, overgrown a little bit. But yeah, yeah, that's huge. yeah. And so, but how do we? And so how do we kind of you know help people get a, better connect with that and kind of learn? When, Talking to millennials, and we talk to a lot of people, they're, they're like, oh, I don't really care about superannuation. And so so you've kind of got to also play to, well, what people care about, how do you get them to be better connected with it? And so we've sort of landed on you know, having a, a target market, if you like, um, that is more about stage and, re- and less about age. And so because oh, yeah. so, so, there's 22-year-olds, 25-year-olds, 52-year-olds, it all might be at sort of different levels of financial maturity and they want to care more about their future. They have a more of a planning, getting organised mentality. And so we're trying to tap into into, into those people that, that actually want to lean into their finances a bit more, care yeah. more about that. Mm. So so you're, but when you first set out, you had a view that maybe your audience would be defined by their age, mm. um, whereas actually through that process, you had to pivot a bit to say, you know what, it's not actually that audience based on that demographic around age group. It's actually based on the, the way in which they approach their finances and the way in which they think about... Yeah, spot on, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, And so that's been kind of really insightful. And then it's, well, and then... So if they're trying to lean into it, what do they care about? And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, it's there's an education element to it. Increasingly, people care a lot more about where and how their money's invested. And you know, it's it's been... A lot of people think of superannuation as a big black box, but mm-hmm. in actual fact, it's just an investment vehicle mm-hmm. that's got broad choice of underlying kind of investment and just happens to be taxed more concessionally mm. as, as a result of kind of for most people just investing it d- directly for themselves in a bank account or mm. in the shares directly. So, so kind of so, demystify that a bit as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I can see in some of your kind of approach to social media and getting your positioning in the marketplace, that demystification has been a pretty clear messaging coming through there. Yeah. Have you found that that's like, how's been your testing in the market so far around getting people to understand really the crux of how you're different? It's kind of probably more positioning it. Well, you help, they, need to, they need to have something to anchor onto. And mm. so if you're more genuine innovation, like an Uber or whatever, like mm. or even, you know, I know some of the guys at, at um, Afterpay or mm. like some of the kind of other, like it's, it's kind of hard for people to think about, well, how's it, how's, what's this new thing? Mm. And so you have to anchor back to kind of what they're familiar with. And yeah. so when I talk, 
a lot of to to a lot of people about superannuation. I was like, well, what do you, where, what have you got now? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? And then it's kind of well, how are we different to that? And yeah. so, um, so some people have got self managed super fund. They find the admin a real pain, um, and yeah, they don't feel like it's invested enough in yeah. the stuff that's cool. Um, yeah. But people have got you know, more traditional super industry funds or or retail super. They they might get a statement once a year, but they don't really know how it's invested. They don't know what to do about it, right? Mm. And so we're trying to you have to sort of pivot the conversation, then also what the proposition is to to sort of what people know and sort of and have some familiarity with, because we've got very different levels of financial literacy in this in this country, and so we're trying to deal to all of that. All right? of that, so, yeah. yeah. And so, how did you like? What was the first twelve months like? How yeah. did what was what did you do in the first twelve months? I mean, you kind of had this great idea whether it was a couple of beers or a few tequilas yeah. or whatever and you thought you know what this just isn't right we're stuck in this kind of industry we all know this industry really really well because yeah. we've been operating in it but really there's there's a better way here yeah what's the first thing you do like then do you go right we're going to meet and talk about this or like how do you actually start like, yeah um so two, three of us in a, a mate's living room sort of around that sort of almost like the living room kind of table yeah and we, we started kind of pretty modestly, like a lot of us would, we had, we weren't full time in other roles, but mm. we were kind of, this was sort of the almost stereotypical kind of side hustle. Yeah. But the more that we tried to understand, the more we realized it was a really big problem we were trying to solve. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes, yeah, people that are trying to kick off startups or, or entrepreneurs get, try and almost kind of constrain the idea to the amount of time they can dedicate to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so felt like we wouldn't have given it enough respect the opportunity if we didn't dedicate a lot more time to it mm-hmm. and, and that and um yeah that, that i'll come maybe we'll talk about that mm-hmm. later there's a really interesting tipping point for us in terms of go well we've got to get really serious about this right yeah. but, but the first come back to the first 12 months it's probably just trying getting clear on the proposition mm-hmm. um and being able to articulate it being able to test it and so there was so many kind of random conversations we'd have with people would would get people in on you know with a with pizza nights and yeah. kind of a, and a, maybe a, you know some soft drinks and a couple of beers yeah. and just kind of go this is what we're thinking right yeah. and we get we learn so feedback. much from that right and so yeah. and one of the, one of the unexpected kind of insights from that was just the changing kind of landscape of kind of couples and joint decision making mm. and you know, superannuation for example so it very felt felt like a very individual mm. kind of notion and so you know the sort of you, you now got two people that have may not have always been on level uh, yeah. footing in a household now making very collaborative active kind of decisions and yeah. superannuation doesn't deal to that and yeah. so a part of what how we're thinking about superannuation is how do we deal to a family unit rather than kind of individuals and yeah. how they you know how they choose to invest together right? yeah, so, yeah yeah and during that process like there must have been a bunch of people that said you're crazy like what are you doing just yeah. get back to your day job you idiot like like why are you trying to disrupt this industry it's been around for ages there's no chance like was there a fair bit of that kind of feedback that you had to still push through and say you know what like they've got a different view, but I'm going to keep going. Like, how what was the balance between you know what you're on the right track to your nuts? What are you doing? Like, yeah, we um, maybe surprisingly we didn't have too many your nuts. Yeah, ideas. I mean, we're fellow like boys been trying to raise capital, yeah. so discussions around that were like, are you too early, or yeah. you need to get you know you need to cut your teeth on that, or you need to build the team out. Like it was. Generally, quite so constructive, helpful, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so it might have been a no, but then it would come with a you need this or you need that or try this or yeah, yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, yeah so um, I've been uh, I've been pleasantly surprised that there's sort of this collaborative kind of notion mm. that, that people have. Like, you can kind of see having a crack, mm. and so I feel that here. But it's interesting. I've had a couple of 
instances where I've needed to go to the States mm. for, for, work, for, for work and for, for, for leisure. And the, I think the Americans even do it better than we do. Yeah, you know? right. The, um, yeah. Just they the, really get behind someone that's going to have a crack at it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, there's no... Sometimes you can feel that there might need to be a genuine value exchange in the, oh, the interaction yeah. you have, but I don't get that sense yeah. as much from the, the from you know the people I interact with in the states where they're yeah. like, well, it's kind of like I'm just helping the universe, right? It'll, yeah. come, it'll come around, and yeah. so I'm starting to see more of that here. I think people kind of get that there's kind of a bit more of maturity about it. Like in that, and a couple of guys I started you know with on tomorrow. That one of the things they taught me because I'd had some involvement in startups before is that. Coming from big corporate, I was kind of fearful that I couldn't share my idea because yeah, someone okay. someone exactly. rip it off. Right? That's exactly that's exactly the question I was right. going to ask you oh, next. Okay. Like, how did you how how did did that feel like a really new environment compared to the big corporate environment? Yeah, it, it, it was, and I was I, I was going. I need to get people to sign NDAs, yeah. and, and yeah. I can only give them a little bit of here or yeah. whatever. And, and it's two guys that are working with. They said, oh, "You just got to understand. You've got to have the skill and the will to make this happen." Yeah, and so. You know, I'm trying to massively disrupt the 2.8 trillion dollar industry business, you know, industry in this country, yeah. paying 65 billion dollars a year in fees. Like yeah. it's not, it's not a small <laughs> undertaking to go. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go hard for those traditional super providers, right? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of people that might think, oh yeah, that's an attractive market, but it's much much harder to execute yeah. on it. So, oh, it's like great ideas are lovely, but it's all about the execution, right? Yeah, like the, the yeah. values in the execution, actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. Is it because I, I often say. When I first moved from bigger businesses into small business, that was something that really stood out to me was not the lack of competition per se, but more the increasing collaboration. Like even direct competitors will spend time talking to each other yeah, about right. a problem and then get back in the ring and compete. But mm. that's fine. Then when they're out of the ring, they'll chat about stuff. Whereas it is a lot more closed at the at the big end of town yeah. um, and a lot more protective and a lot more concerned about ideas and IP. Yeah. Um, Probably because the kind of ideas and IP they're talking about are things that their competitors might be able to turn their mind to and execute. Whereas in, in when you're in startup and small business land, like the gap from idea to execution is relatively big. So yeah, yeah. it's almost just competition. Model, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And particularly in your space, I imagine, because there's a few people kind of working on that disruption at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's also been clear on where you think you're going to add value. Mm. Um, so there's so some of the big contracts you kind of referred to mm. earlier is how we could go and build out a lot of that stuff, right? Mm. And in ten years' time, we might make more margin if we do that, right? Mm. But why not partner with the best in the industry yeah. who are very good at what they do in their in their, in their space, and then think about how do you have a, an awesome customer experience mm. and can really talk to those groups, right? Mm. And so I'm not I'm not interested in building a really detailed kind of you know, financial record keeping system. Yes. I know there's someone else that does that and they they do, do it great they'll do it better than I'll yep. ever do it right yep. and, and yeah, I'm not going to get in that arms race and yeah. what's the return on investment of that it's pretty low right? yeah. similarly I don't need a team of 50 people on admin tasks yeah. that, that at, at the sort of most fundamental level the customer doesn't really value that much because they're just expected to get done right? yeah so, that's right and we, we talk a lot about comparative advantage and making sure that you're always just contributing the bit that you can do yeah right I mean even, even with this process of pulling together <laughs> content and things we're yeah. always talking about what are the bits that I can do? What's the bits that Mick can do? And, you know, the rest of the guys in the team to make mm. sure that you're really honing in on just that bit that you're adding the most value and find other people to add the bits of value around that. And yeah. that kind of partnership approach is de- definitely... I mean, I think bigger businesses seem like they're getting better at it. 
but definitely there's a big difference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that startup world of that collaboration space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also hard for startups to collaborate with big business. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. can be a bit, what are we really giving away here? We're not really quite sure. Yeah. It feels a bit innovative. For yeah. Like it. It's got, you know, maybe some risk associated with it, right? Yeah. So that's been, it's been part of the journey we've been on is about the education. And some of the partners you have are, are big much bigger right? companies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Much, much bigger, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And and so you said just then that you, there was a tipping point at which you suddenly decided, you know what, this is great and we're getting some momentum, but now, like, let's really get serious. Yeah. What, how did that play out what yeah was it? it was um and what made you suddenly feel like you know what we're going to push the button on this we need to take it to the next level yeah and it wasn't that like I've, I've only been working on this for well, sorry i've been working on this for three and a half years <laughs> yeah. it's not only um but it was a little over 12 months ago that i just i felt like we were getting there but we just weren't getting there fast enough yeah. and that perhaps the window around the opportunity might might close on us because it's not that i didn't ever think that we weren't going to get there we just might not get there fast enough and so a really really small team then you know we've we've had people that are you know kind of largely been working on this for free mm. for, for for three years that's not for everyone mm. right um yeah. and so it was october last year because i could i could have done all this other consulting work mm. and kind of otherwise had a okay kind of living and i was doing i'd been doing a little bit of that up to that point and so i said i'm going to just kick myself if i don't go all in on this and you know, what am I going to think in five years from now where I go, well, oh, I was nice to have got the, all that, that little sort of yeah. that income on the side, but and I didn't go 110% on, on that, that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so it might have been that in five years' time it didn't work, yeah. and, but at least I knew I gave it the best possible yeah. crack. And yeah. I'm not overly superstitious or, or kind of, you know, you know, but it just, it was almost like at that moment like that mm-hmm. just things yeah. changed, right? Do it. And so... We just got so much luckier and, and yeah. things started to go our way. Yeah. Um, and that must have been a mindset change, right? Like you suddenly, up to that point, you were still putting time and effort in, mm. but there's that phrase, I mean, there's so, so many kind of quotes that are coming into my mind, the whole concept around, you know, how they say you'll regret more what you didn't do than what you do, like yeah. that whole concept. But then the other one about how, you know, if you're going to take the island, you've got to burn your boats. Yeah, you know? so like if we're, we're really committed, then we're on here, we're going to do this, then yeah. I'm going to burn my boats, there's no exit, right? Yeah, and that, yeah. it sounds like that kind of same kind of mindset change, like we're in, so we're 100 in. Yeah. And so what are the, from the outside in, what were the changes that were observable at that point? Like what did you do differently? Uh, if the, you suddenly thought, you know, now we're really going to commit, how did you change your actual approach at that point? At the most simple level, it's mm. just more effort. And I think, you know, it's, it sort of messages something to the team as well. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, about that I'm all in on it. Um, and that I've never really, like, there's some people have got, in my team, have got a relatively mature team mm. for a traditional startup. Mm. And so they've all got staff. Mm. People have got, you know, different stages of their lives. Mm. They might have kids or, or, you know, they've had a successful corporate career and they don't necessarily want to go mm. five days a week, but they kind of knew that I was all in and yeah. so I think it helped provide some clarity there as well. So, yeah, yeah so you know, I don't know what else might be observable yeah. than that, right? So, so you just took an upper gear, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah. And, and with you taking it upper gear, then in your wake, then kind of that message to everyone else, you know what, we're really going to do this properly. Yeah. So then it kind of helped everyone get comfortable to also turn it up a gear, I guess. Yeah, knowing yeah. that you were there doing that. I was probably able to observe a bit more about what was needed, and so yeah, it's 
big elephant that we're trying to eat. And mm. so how do you kind of break that down and kind of go, well, you know, do it a bite size at a time and kind of what's important right now and how do you kind of step through that? And so I think by, by me being able to be clear about that and kind of test that with others, then I was able to kind of go, well, you know, what in what order and then, you know, who's who do we need to help work on that and mm. you know, what existing capability and resources do we have to, to deliver on that? Yeah, you know? yeah. And so if, I mean, if you were to put a, a line in the sand at the end of this calendar year, you'll pretty much be launched by then, right? Like, yeah. so everything's kind of up and running. You've got all the various pieces of the puzzle in. And probably, I don't know, in rough terms, call it six months ago was when a lot of the big pieces started to fall mm. in place. Yeah. And probably only 12 months ago, you kind of changed gear and went through that process. Yeah. But it was actually almost two and a half to three years before that yeah. that the idea first came, right? Yeah. What do you think it was that enabled you to keep going through that process? Because that's a long time. Mm. It's like that whole concept where they say, you know, an overnight success actually takes yeah. like years and years of practice, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what was it that kept you going for that period of time? How do you stay committed to? Fundamentally, I think I'm pretty determined kind of guy, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but I think it, it's just always kind of felt right. And so we just feel like superannuation is not really dealing to the, the masses that, are, the, that it should. Mm. Um, and so there's an opportunity for it to, to be different. Mm. Um, and so being able to kind of check in on that, the, the, the overwhelming feedback when you talk to anyone about it going, oh, that's great. We mm. love it, right? And so, mm. and so it's as much about kind of finding renewal in some of those things yeah. that are useful as well. So. I think I've got a good capacity to deal with a lot of stuff, but even just having just basic stuff like lists and kind yeah. of being able to go, oh, that was the you know, reflect on the end of the day, and you know, I ticked yeah. most of those off, and, yeah. and you know, just being able to, and then not not necessarily deliberately, but be able to go back and kind of check in on, oh well, actually we've kind of made some of those, some you know, made some of that progress, yeah. um, and one and one of the things we've had really positive feedback from some of our sort of early investors in our business is just the, how communicative we've been around yeah. the progress we've made. Um, yeah. And but as a consequence of that, I've had to get more structured mm. in terms of, yeah, what are we going to do? And then yeah, what have we done? And, yeah. and then what do we not deliver? And and, yeah. um, and so it's kind of, there's been a level of accountability that's been, that's driven to ultimately to our, to our shareholders, right? But also, you know, to our, we've got a board, we've got an advisory board, yeah. um, to, to the team that kind of see that, you know, we're actually, there's a bunch of stuff that we said that we're going to do actually delivering yes. right? And that's really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of startups that fail in that regard. Like they don't know, they don't get the timing right in ratcheting up the structure on that spectrum. Mm. So like you see quite a few that ratchet it up too soon and then it weighs them down. Yeah. And there are others that leave it too late and then um, they start to make people concerned that they don't have what it takes to actually get bigger. Yeah. Um, so do you think there's anything in particular that's kind of helped you know how to get that right at the right time? I had one guy, so, um, Dan Taylor, who kind of just uh, <laughs> actually encouraged me. I know Dan well. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's been great sort of sort of mentor and confidant for me in the in the business and yeah. so so dan was yeah like he's like I, you know these shells they probably should give them an update right? yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. and then that went from oh no it probably doesn't need to be like it needs to be a bit better than just an email right yeah and so yeah so it's more like, so just those so kind of chop, constant yeah, check-ins yeah, yeah. just reminding every time okay here's where we might now start to tweak and that yeah, kind of yeah, thing because yeah, yeah. one of the other questions i was going to ask and whether it's in mm. the last kind of three years or mm. in your life more generally 
the impact of kind of coaches and mentors mm. that, that you've had and what, as I said whether it's been on this journey or prior ones like how have you dealt with the concept of a mentor or a coach and has it been something that has kind of people that have come and gone in your life mm. and career or has it been things you've actively sought out to have yeah yeah I've had um so in corporate life I've had mm. sort of executive coach and she mm. was great and mm. so I've um, also been fortunate to be on some pretty yeah, well-structured, high-performance culture yeah. kind of uh, programs, um, which has told me, taught me a lot about clarity and, and team dynamics and culture, but you can't afford the, mm. the cost of you those can't. sort of, yeah, yeah. More, yeah, and so it's that it had to be different when you're, when you're running a, a staff and running your own um, small business, and yeah. so it's seeking out people for coffees, you yeah. know, just talking through the proposition, mm being humble, you mm. know, and ready to listen of, to their feedback. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've matured a lot in mm. that. Like I would have, in the past, I would have, wouldn't have wanted to hear it, right? Yeah, it was yeah. almost a criticism. And now, yeah. now it's, it's, it's a bit of a cliche that feedback's a gift, right? Yeah. But it's kind of, it's actually, that yeah, people's intent, I think, is pretty pure. It's generally right? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right? pretty rare they're just trying to cut you down. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. and so then you, you know, you don't, but you don't need to rely on any one opinion, right? And, yeah. so, and so you can kind of, yeah, well, if I'm starting to get that feedback from two or three people, maybe they're yeah, right, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. and so you kind of just you sort of roll with that a bit, and yeah. so, and but but even just you know, like the people you got around you, either be it at mm. work or at home, and just kind of testing stuff, right? It's kind mm. of it's um, I think it's like sometimes it can be hard to yeah. do that, right? Yeah. But it's, but it's um, but that's something I've really developed more of that skill. Yeah, I think, almost right? by necessity, right? I yeah. mean, to get to this point with the business that you've got you kind of need to suck in as much of that value from around you as possible. Because yeah, yeah. like you say, you're not seeing this massive corporate ecosystem no, where no. you've got all that support around you. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what is, tell us about the rest of the year. So what's next? What? How does things play out between here and kind of Christmas for the business and like yeah. keeping things rolling? We, we'll get the product in market before the end of the year. So yeah. that's, there's a little bit of work to be done before to make that happen. But I'll yeah. kind of... Um, you know, kind of like having That's big, big and audacious yeah. goals. Um, yeah. So, so the main things for us is kind of finishing off some of the technology stack. So, there's a big integration task that we've got to do with our, our admin partner. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of well underway. Um, the our website kind of our user interface around that's kind of well progressed in terms of kind of what the design looks like, but mm-hmm. needs to needs to happen. And then it's you know really you know starting to connect with people around there super a bit more. So mm-hmm. we've been encouraging people to sort of go on the website as a survey to help you know help us better understand more about super mm. um, and how they feel about it so we can kind of you know really sort of craft the message um, off the back of that mm. and they you know here's a little plug they, they get yeah. five thousand dollars they go on the draw for five grand if, yeah. um, if they fill out that yeah, um, fill out that survey which is which would be great if they could they could do that yeah and then um is, is sort of building the team out. So, um, is there a big change in the team between now and kind of post launch? Like, is that going to have to like continue to change shape a bit? Yeah, I imagine yeah. that once you kind of really load up with customers, that's going to. Yeah, well, it didn't feel so. The three, three or four months ago, there was sort of felt like you know we could sit around a coffee table mm. like this and there'd be sort of three or four people. But you know, we had a team meeting yesterday. There was eleven there, yeah, and there's kind of a few others. And so we've been careful not to. Yeah, you, know, you can't you can't hide too far ahead of the curve, and, mm-hmm. and you also have to balance out who you bring on a permanent basis versus kind of you know what sort of you know short term kind of contractors we mm-hmm. might have. And those short term contractors might all become yeah. uh, permanent staff, but you're also kind of just balancing out you know what's kind of right for the business for right now. And so yeah. so yeah, you know, I've had a 
another like a technology guy start um, you know next week who we've been kind of you know we'll, we'll be inducting more on the kind of people that are on the client experience and sort of how you mm-hmm. take that end to end service vision and then help to make that a reality and then and what technology you know CRM solutions and all that that you use to do that and yeah. so. So we just got to all do all, do yeah, all of that, right? right? And so, yeah. It's um, going to be a busy quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, yeah, just like I said earlier, that you kind of get over something, like I've, I've got some really cool things kind of planned for in the new year. And yeah. so it's kind of, that, that, that takes runway to do that. Yeah. Um, so there's one concept we've got where, you know, we feel like people buy even more into our business, early, our customers. And so we're talking, we're, you know, I'm talking with um, my chief product officer Tristan the other day, and he's like, "Well, there's only about five insurmountable problems with that, <laughs> yeah, right?" And so oh, it's better than ten, yeah, no, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're not afraid of that difficulty, yeah. right? And so we feel like by kind of ticking off some of those big things, it's going to really make yeah. a profound impact. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was by design, but definitely coming to launch just before Christmas. 2019 means you kind of go live into 2020 yeah, true, which yeah. for the branding is pretty good yeah, right? exactly, yeah. i remember back in kind of early 2000s late 90s like whenever you're thinking kind of big picture you know changing the world new vision everyone's like vision 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's next year yeah, right? exactly, so yeah, yeah. that's quite a nice kind of launch day yeah, coming into 2020 yeah. with that was that hell and the kind of space obviously yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 2020, everything's right? 2020 yeah, yeah. like it's a moment we're here now yeah, yeah so just missing the flying cars and a few other things yeah, no. but oh no actually there are flying cars yeah. now aren't there? <laughs> but so what would be to kind of kind of tie a bow around where you've come to today that I reckon there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people that we work with and a bunch of people in our network that uh, either have startups of their own or they've got ideas that they want to start or even frankly they're in big corporates but they've got ideas about new products or services they can bring to those big corporates mm. and you've kind of been through that cycle now and you're almost at that point where everything's going to kind of go live mm. what's the piece of advice you give those people that are just right at the start of that like like based on the experience you've had over the last few years, mm. like, what would you say to them? It's kind of getting the idea written down. Right? Yeah. Um, it's really hard to get behind it and get clarity unless you kind of know what it is. Just get it on the page. Yeah. And I feel like you can get really caught up in the, the technical aspects of the of the, of the, of the idea and, and, um, and particularly for those that have got sort of more of a analytical kind of engineering mm. kind of you know finance kind of background it's like really enjoy all the detail yeah, yeah. yeah create this great algorithm or whatever right <laughs> yeah. like so um yeah what's the problem you're trying to solve um you know, how you know, you know what's going to be the pitch um mm. and um and then all the other, like and then go and test it right? mm. and so great if you can get someone to buy it before you build it but mm. but yeah at least you're going to be able to iterate it and so i feel like sometimes you can get too black boxy and kind of just go away and and then go, oh, here's another mousetrap, right? Mm. And kind of, you know, may not may not be meeting a genuine customer need. So, yeah. so just getting that sort of clarity. Real clarity. Yeah. And, then, and then make sure you're testing it regularly and getting people to understand and give you that feedback. Yeah, there's a, oh, there's a tool I've pointed a few people at, like is a, a land, uh, lean stack tool. Mm. So it's like a one page you can find them on, online um, where it just kind of steps you through all the, you know, what's your differentiators, you know, yeah. um, how you get a price it, where you get make money, you yeah. know, what's like, it's just... Like almost kind of you know uh, stepping stone kind of approach just to get the idea on a page and then you can go around and you have the coffees and yeah you know, and then tweak it as you go and exactly the feedback right. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and go oh actually it's you know, it might be that it's fundamental you might need to pivot quite a few times yeah. like we have right but, yeah. um, 
are you kind of flexible to do that before you've deployed too much time and effort mm. into building in, you know, a widget? Right? Yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Thank you very much. Nice. And thanks for the conversation today. Really, really good to catch up with you and hear that journey because I think that's a it, it's going to be a really good one to look back on over the next few years, particularly as your business continues to grow. And it sounds like you've got a very busy quarter coming up. Yeah. So best of luck just nailing that over the next few months um, in order to have a nice Christmas break. Um, <laughs> but best of luck with the business. It's been really good and thank you very much. Yeah, thanks so up. much, Pete. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thank no you. Problem. Cheers. Bye.